Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Unbarter Brothers. It's your boy KG. <laughs> it's your boy Phil. And once again, we got our special guest, Sean, from the I'm Hip Podcast. Hey, what's up, Sean? Yeah, we got a couple topics. We're going to give a double episode. We're going to give one episode this week. Um, we're a little bit behind, so we got one episode for this week, and we got an episode for um, for next week that's going to cover April. This one's going to cover March. But three topics we're talking about today. Therapy, why men cheat, and respect versus love. Mm. Three beautiful topics. This sounds like gospel, G. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. We wanted to talk about uh, therapy. Let's well, let's get right into it real quick. Um, first topic is therapy. Uh, Phil and myself actually did a group therapy session with the Gifted Hands. Um, social media, you can look them up. Gifted Hands Spiritual Sisters. And we talked about different things about ourselves and whatnot. And we want to know, Sean, have you ever been to therapy? Um, what are your early thoughts about it? Um, I mean, like my younger years, or like initial thoughts, on it, like all together. Uh, all together. Uh, I think it's necessary. I think it's necessary for everybody. I think it's essential for Black men and women, considering everything we've been subjected to practically our entire lives. I know everybody has a different black experience but i feel like for a lot of us we haven't had the greatest experience so there's a lot of the different things we got to unpack on and on so that's why it's high on my list because like i want to address anything from my past that's still manifesting now as well as just make sure i'm straight you know moving forward all right we um the instagram page is the girlfriend's guide girlfriend's guide healing um was it like a hand reading or? No, no, no. It was actually a sit and talk session. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, Phil, Phil and I jumped in and we talked about it. And um, we, I think it was good. I just felt like it, it was like, when I say scratch the surface, it's like the first person who discovered gold. And, it, and I feel like we just stuck a shovel and we hit something, you know, a solid, you know, a solid object and brushed it off and saw, oh, this is gold. That's what I felt. That's what I gathered from just one session there. I was able to address my own issues. I was like, damn, I hated the girl I was dealing with at the time, but I was there because the head was good. You know what I mean? Remember I was yeah. I said that in the video? <laughs> they was like, they was like, so because the neck was torched, you stayed. I was like, yeah. Was, you know, and I, and I learned, I'm like, oh, damn. Well, that, that, that comes from because we younger and yeah. We don't know the difference between like season pussy versus you know yeah. versus. I was like, man, that's wait, wait, we have a whole total different conversation. Yeah. The three of us have had this conversation before. Pussy is cool, but like they're not throw monsters, cow pits. They don't grow in trees. They don't grow in trees. That's true. Like fairies. They're like fairies. You know? I um. It's a skill. It's, yeah. It's a skill and a passion. I. And I, I'm gonna touch on this on uh not to get too far off and uh, you know the monsters or the fairies and all, but uh <laughs> I feel like with with therapy, one thing it taught me to do because I always looked at different therapy sessions and mm-hmm. read stuff about therapy, and I feel like they are looking for a solution. 
they're going to allow you to place blame on others, but then they're going to say, okay, well, what did you do? What's the solution? Correct. So that has been my thought process whenever I talk to anybody about therapy uh, or whenever I, I, I give advice. I'm like, okay, well, what did you do? Because at a certain point in time, you have to stop shift the blame. Address yourself. Right. Because you can say once is a mistake, twice is a habit. So you, you get, and I say this for our listeners, you say, well, I dealt with somebody who cheated on me. Okay, well, how many times did they cheat on me? 27 times. Well, I just say one time. But you stayed with them 26 more times after that first time? Mm-hmm. I was like, what you did was you enabled that person to treat you bad. You know, and it's gonna cut and it's gonna talk about we're gonna come into it later when we talk about respect versus love, but you enable that behavior. You feel me? And the thing is, like if you're going to work on forgiveness, the topic we talked about in an early episode, and you forgive somebody, there has to be understanding that there has to be changed behavior. You know, and so <clears throat> with therapy, the goal is change behavior, opening up, learning more about yourself. And it's almost like when you realize, I do this. This is how I respond when I'm angry. Like one thing I used to do was, I, I was the king of the silent treatment. So I still have. I, I mean, I, I I still have that. I'm working on it. Yeah, but my thing with therapy is, I think it's it's extremely important to say because I actually gave advice to another young brother. He was like, "Oh, how did you get past on that?" And I said, "I know that that's unhealthy," and my advice to people is you have to show love. I don't want to say you have to show love to get love, but you have to show the type of love that you want because not everybody uses that, especially in the black community. A lot of people aren't used to being shown love. We think love is saying some shit, you know, trying to hurt people's feelings, you know, because as guys, that's what we do with each other, you know. You know, we say stupid shit towards each other and whatnot, and that's our definition of showing love. And even, and this is therapy on all forms, you know, whether it's self-therapy on a family therapy or even relationship couples therapy now um, i was speaking about my girl about it and i said that um like she like she and i have had talks about it and a question i've always had even before her was how soon do you start going to couples therapy because if you're let's be honest we're getting older so i'm not dating somebody 20 years to say hey i'm i'm going to marry you you know, um, you say, well, if I'm dating you, um, and we'll say that typically our parents that would do two years. So you're saying, imagine dating somebody for two years and y'all going to therapy and realizing y'all don't like each other, or there's, there's some major things that y'all just haven't talked about. Now you wasted two years of your life with that person. Mm-hmm. You want kids, they don't want kids. Dang, I wish I knew that. You, know, you have, you know, some traumas. Uh, what was that Tyler Perry movie? Um, not a family that prays. The one with Bow Wow and uh, Byron. I forgot that one. But but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. And Medea's family reunion, mm-hmm. big hit. And you found out that um, his the person he thought was his aunt was actually his mother. She had been raped. And that's why she was so mean like she was she was she the actress played her 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 ass off of that role but she was just nasty she was to the level of 
uh, die with her mad black woman, her husband, like just nasty. She she was just ruthless to, towards everybody, including her husband. And come to find out, it's because she had unresolved issues. Trauma. Yeah, trauma from being raped. And never, it never really came out that that really is her son, not her nephew, until it was later, horror movie. So, I, I mean, I think it's, imagine dating somebody, and you, I think he married a woman in the movie. It was the old Spice guy. He married a woman in the movie. So you gotta think, he married a woman and had no idea that she had that trauma. And all he wanted was, baby, love me. You gotta be able to rap to me about, about that. And it's tough because, you, you know, like I said, at what point do you bring up, hey, by the way, I was raped before. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not an easy thing to express to somebody. You know, we all got trauma, we all got baggage, so. That is interesting that you asked that, like, when should you start going to couples therapy? Because you don't want to waste a year or two years and just find out, like, you're not right for each other. Because I think we've all been in a situation, in a previous relationship or situation where you weren't right for her, but you were the right man at the right time. Yeah. Like, you know, so, yeah, I think that's a combination of, um, possibly seeking out couples therapy early as well as having uncomfortable conversations as soon as possible. When you're comfort, like, you yeah. know, which is that one. You know, and security as well. What about you? When do you think you should? Because I, I got an idea in my head when you should ask for it or something, but what about you, Phil? Uh, I don't know, because I think with me, I, I try to give that open space uh, for jump. You know, like if, I'm, if I'm taking you serious, you know, I want to put you in a position where you can give me your worst thoughts, you know, your, your greatest fears. Um, and, you know, you can tell me all types of shit that goes on with you because, you know, some chicks are kinky. They're into some crazy shit. You got some chicks that, you know, um, like getting choked or kind of like that rape fantasy like thing. Or, you know, you got some chicks that, you know, been traumatic, you know, have traumatic experiences from. In certain situations they would touch or violate it and it's kind of like you know you don't want to press them to give you that information but you know you want to give them the right nurture um to where they they can open up to you about that you know like one day they just tell you like look this is what happened and i think for me it's just i guess time will tell but like you guys said you don't want to wait too long right and you figure out you know it's not this person is just too guarded but um I don't know. I, I don't really have good experience with that. Um, you know, growing up, because I know you was talking about how do we do therapy. Um, growing up, <laughs> it was always like, man, like if you you had to go to therapy, you crazy, you, know, yep. you nuts, you know what I mean? And um, growing up in the family environment that I had, you know, with a father that has like paranoid schizophrenia, and a brother that has autism, I realized like, damn, like. You know, therapy ain't that bad, yo. Like going to those meetings or those counseling sessions, you know, once a week after school, it was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I was able to talk out some of my issues. Um and I was with someone who, you know, it was their profession to not, you know, make me the villain or treat me like the bad guy. It was more so like they were just there to listen. So yeah, therapy's uh I think therapy is a really powerful thing, um, but as far as when exactly, 
I'm not, I can't I can't give you a time for that. Uh, I leave that to you because I know you said you had a thought. Uh, my thought would be six months. <clears throat> six months. You know, conversation starts within three months. Well, well, conversation starts at the third month, but six months. I'm saying because, like you said, uh, and you made an interesting point. I was going to touch on for you said um, you let them know uh, you wanted to create you want to create a space and environment where they can come and talk to you. But the thing is, because of her past, she may not understand she come and talk to you. It's Correct. almost like when when dating, they have to test the water to understand dog i can talk to this man correct i can be vulnerable with him and show him that you know my flaws and he won't judge me for it his first thing is i got a hole in this ship and his first thought is okay let's let's fix that let's Mm -hmm. plug that up if we can't plug it up you know let's work around it you know um and ultimately it comes down to it's like when you give them that that safe haven you know they can do the same thing Because when you when you have your fall and you have your issues, you know you can share your issue with them. So yeah, continue what you're saying. That was a thought. No, yeah, no, I think that that's um, and it's rough because from the get go, I try to say, hey, you can talk to me. You feel me? And then they don't they don't really hear you. They don't utilize that right away because, and I think all of us. Men and women, I think all of us can attest to this. There's been situations where we've heard that before and we've done that. And for me personally, my thoughts and feelings have been used against me before. Not like a lot, but enough to be like a little hesitant, but I still do it. Um, It hasn't like jaded me to a point where like I don't open up. I still open up, but um, I just know that feeling of words or thoughts or feelings being used against you but um it doesn't work out so you hear it but we've heard so many good things we need action both mm-hmm. men and women a lot of us mm-hmm. so it's like all right i hear what you're saying heard it before we'll see we'll see and like to what you said two three months down the road by that time if he's not bullshitting her and she's not bullshitting him they should already be at the level it's like all right where is this fucking going? Because somewhere around the corner, or I got other things to do, or exactly. I'm not just dating, just to date. So dating with a purpose. Yeah, but and then that's where your timeline of all right, if we still together in three months. Let's do couples therapy. Let's try that out. Just see, you know, like do do all our shit align. My core values, your values, my morals, whatever, like. What we trying to really do out here um, moving forward both together and individually but ultimately we're moving depending on who you are then everybody moves different but for me we're moving as a team i'm trying to get money with you i'm trying to help you get money on your own i want you to support me in my shit. i just yeah i want a whole team Mm -hmm. you know but i know everybody you know wants different things or values different things and and i think a a lot of people think you only go to therapy when you have issues correct the thing is, look at it like purchasing a home. I'm not looking to buy a fixture rubber and purchase, you know, something. I remember I was um, when I was home shopping. I saw this spot in Greenbelt, and I never forget it. I told you know I told my girl I will never forget it because 
my girl works out in that area, and whenever I drive past that specific exit, exit 20, uh, Lanham, uh, for, what's that, 495, y'all got down there, I always think about this spot. The worst spot from the get-go. The pictures, oh, it sold something different. There was a black spot on the rug and whatnot, and I guess they took the picture setting on the spot so you didn't see it. <laughs> it looked like they were still building part of the condo. It was atrocious, uh, not atrocious. It was atrocious. But I, I digress. Like, well, I'm gonna say this: the second the realtor opened the door, I immediately told you, "Oh, this was a waste of time." That's how fast I was like, "No," and I was like, "This is something I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay five figures for this house, let alone six. That's how bad it was to me." But I digress. I say that to say we don't. You don't come into relationships again. I'm, I'm going to have to build this up like that. You come into what you know. You find a stable spot and you say, "I want, you know, this may be the one." I can work with. Yeah, I I can work with it and I can build this up. My kitchen, my bathroom is nice, but I do want to build it up some more. My kitchen is nice. I want to build it up. This foundation is solid. Yes. Nothing to work with, but. I got ideas for this, that, and the third. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, I think it's something that, that has to be had a conversation where you say, hey, I don't, just like Phil said earlier, when the second you mentioned therapy, the first thing people think is, Something's oh, wrong. Yeah. Crazy. I'm not nuts. And sometimes it's good to get shit off your chest. And that's the, and that's the thing you may not know how to express. Hey, without sounding crazy, and something I do with uh, my 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 girl is I say because she may not have know how to say it, but my thing is because you preloaded that. Hey, I don't know how to say this. I'll say to her, okay, now that I know she doesn't know how to say, it, I'll say, say it raw now, and now we can come back in and we can tailor it and adjust it. You feel me? Sometimes it's like writing a paper. Sometimes when you write a paper, let me just put it on the paper. And then we'll correct it, we'll correct it together yeah. later. But because she preloaded it with, hey, I don't know how to express this to you. Okay, so I know it's gonna be a tough conversation. All right, now say it to me raw. Okay, well, I felt like this, this and that third. Oh, okay. Do you mean it like this? And it started talk it turns into a question and answer. Not an accusation because you have to mind your tone, your your word choice, all that. So it turns into okay, well, you feel like this? Was it something I did or something from your past? How how this happened? How that happened? Help you know, help me understand. And that's that's what people forget relationships. I help me understand. Um, and for even for those who and that's in itself his own therapy. One of my coworkers said, "What him and his fiance do?" And I I, I said I stole this idea. I told him I sold it. If he has something serious to talk about, because for the fellas that's listening, how many times has your woman said, I find it funny how, or, you know, can we talk about, and you're like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> so he's like, if he has something that to that magnitude that he has to talk to his girlfriend about, and it can be prepped for, hey, baby, it's Monday now. Let's meet up Wednesday. I want to have a relationship talk about X, Y, and Z. Because the I find it funny how that's unfair to the relationship because that you're prepared for that argument 
your spouse is not prepared for the argument. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Whereas if you say, hey, let's talk about this on Wednesday. Okay, now they have some time to say, okay, I can mentally prepare for this as a mentor. Wednesday, 8 o'clock, me and, you know, what you call it, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk. And he was like, yo, I'll send her a list of things. He was like, because some, sometimes some things have to be talked about the moment I get that. Other times it's, okay, hey, let's talk about this. He was like, even if it has to be talked about in a moment, hey, let's also revisit this. Because I understand this was sudden. Because it's about a lot of people get it's me and you versus the problem, not me versus you. Correct. It, it's, it should be constant compromise and looking at it from the other side of, like you said, us, not me, and you, and yeah, not. And that's just something I learned from just what therapy wants you to do is how do you compromise with your person? You know, how do you, hey, look, I was wrong, just and the third, you know. And it doesn't get to that. I spoke to a friend. She was like, she doesn't remember the last time her and her husband argued. And I spoke to her husband. He was like, I'm not arguing. That's why. I'm not getting to that level. Because he's like, I know I'm going to be logical. I know she's going to be emotional. And so the thing is, he was like, the second I say something she doesn't like, it turns into a me versus you. Because you want to be right. He was like, I'm not. So for that matter, no. You talk to me at this tone, you know, so that we can get our thoughts out clearly. And then from there, we'll we'll continue this conversation, but we're not going to not shout. We're not going to do is have a shout match. Yeah, because then people get personal. Then my mother breasts stink, and then I talk about your father's lazy eye, and then you know your nah. brother wants to fight me. Right, I already wanted to kill that nigga. <laughs> right. But I think therapy has so many. I think therapy in itself has so many levels that people just don't think about and when it comes to helping healer, especially the black family household, you know. For sure. I mean, all problems essentially go back to slavery. And how we yeah, all problems essentially go back to slavery and how we have to deal with issues that that aren't the black man's fault, that aren't the black woman's fault. It's it's slavery, you know. Our woman being taken from us and you know, and all that. So um by the white slave masters but it's um it's something that has to be talked about so we think our family's method of talking is let me put you down to show you i love you Mm -hmm. and never let me say dog like what's good like you know that's that's real positive there you know and we never know what trauma i've talked to people who told me like their grandparents level has been through such trauma and they had no idea but because they had a chance to find that out, it's, oh, that's why they're like that. Because at a certain point in time, you got to think, your parents raised you, you know, some somebody raised you. So that's what your idea of everything is. It's a combination of whoever raised you. You feel me? But it comes to a certain point in time when you learn, there's another way. Correct. You know, your mother taught you fried chicken all your life. But it comes to a certain point in time, oh, wait, there's baked chicken? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's grilled chicken? It's different ways of roasted chicken. Yeah, it's different ways to do this. Saute, rotisserie. (laughs) It's it's different ways to do this. Oh, word! And now you have to grasp the concept because now you you come into a battle and it's like a it's it's like four methods of thinking. One of them is called like retroactive. Is how do I take what I've learned and do I want to continue on that route or do I want to try different routes? What it literally comes down to is 
you know, seeing the world different and just, you know, making your viewpoint larger and larger and understanding that in making your viewpoint larger, you have options. You know, you can really choose how you want to um, manifest everything around you. Um, most of I mean, I, I suggest therapy for everybody, not just not just black women, not just black men. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Look, look, even your children. Oh, yeah. Yes. Family therapy, I think, it should be mandatory. You got you to gotta think it. With our way of thinking, we believe, you know, we're raised. The children, you're wrong no matter what. Adults are right no matter what. Right. If you talk, if you say something, you're being respectful. And it's like, dog, you got to learn how to defend yourself. When I was with my ex and I would help her, I would, you know, I was being a parent to her son. Would I tell you that boy was so comfortable coming to me? Because my thought process when he did something would be explain to me what your thoughts were as you did this action so I can understand. And I can gauge it on, you know what, I thought like that at that age. So that makes perfect sense that he would think like that. Mm-hmm. Versus, come on, man, you know good and damn well that was a dumbass decision. Or you want to beat them all of a sudden. Yeah, like every it, really, it's not a lot that you should have to beat your child for. I I would put hands on my child if they did something disrespectful, like, oh, they were bullying the kid and they spit on the kid or something like that. Or they told me to shut up or some shit like that. Yeah, like then yeah, you can get roughhouse, but but yeah, like sometimes it's just about understanding where your kids' yeah. thought process was. Hey, kid took my snap, so I took took my snap from me, so. I choked them out. I don't know. I and, and, and my thing is, you know, parents act like they weren't children before. Yeah. And that they didn't have those emotions. So it's like, oh. And yeah, it looks different now. And of course, every generation, because it's always going to evolve and change. At the end of the day, the intentions are still, for the most part, the same. Like you said, that the such said something to me or did something to me. All right. I ain't just going to stand here and take it. I'm, I'm going to do something about it. Like, yeah, you know. I, I would tell him, I know we like to think of each other as friends, but I, I'm the parental figure. You, you always going to be my buddy, yeah, but I am the parental figure. So, I, so I'm so i going to help guide you when you make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. I need you to understand that. But you need to be comfortable enough to talk with me so that we can, <clears throat> we can solve these issues. How can we make better decisions in our life? You know, we can always, you can always make some type of mistake and all that, but um, how are we going to solve this together? Because you need to understand, like, dog, come to me. Please come to me. You know, how, how do we <clears throat> solve these issues? And that, that comes from, honestly, looking at a lot of therapy books myself, you know. But I had, I had great parents, you know. I had great parents and all that. It's, uh, it's something I really learned from my father. My father and I got to an argument one time and we got to yelling. And I hung up on him. And I was an adult. And this is the first time I had it. 20 minutes later, he calls me back. He was like, okay, you got that out your system? Now let's talk. And it completely blew my mind. We came, we, we put a pin in that. Like we, we talked about what we had to talk about. And at the end of talking about that, he came right back to us arguing, he was like, dog, it hurt me that you hung up on me in the seventh third, you know? And I told him, hey, it hurt me that you didn't even want to listen to me and hear my side out and that you just accused me because of something you heard, 
You feel me? Because it was like, as, as the relationship we built, you know, I would never lie to you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like, you think about, um, and, and I mean, that's how we got past it. That just made me think about uh, family matters when Eddie got pulled over by the white cops and he comes home and he tells his father and his father didn't believe him. Well, I'll, I'll see about this at third. Like, dad, like, you know, I thought that was the worst thing that happened to me. The worst thing that happened to me now is realize my father, own father, don't even believe me when I'm telling the truth. And I think there's certain times when you know your kid is telling the truth, you know. So, but that comes out of therapy. But uh, final thoughts on therapy as we close the session out? Man, I think it's A-OK. I think it's good. I think it should. you should have it. Um, and if you avoid it, then... Um, you're doing a disservice. I think my life growing up with my family, it, it would have been so much better if my father chose to continue therapy versus, you know, not wanting to look like a crazy man. <laughs> what about you, Sean? Final thoughts on therapy? I think it's um, necessary in a sense. Like, like you said, everyone, not just definitely black men and black women. Black families, have black families early and possibly often, but all people, because we all are dealing with things emotional, physical, you know, mental, from childhood, from whatever. And it's just good to get it all out there and see what man, like, you know, what Phil said, what you said, like what comes out from on the other end. Yeah. Which you may need to address before it becomes a bigger issue or a can know an ongoing issue that you weren't even aware of okay because at the end of the day it's really all about addressing and adjusting address to adjust my final thoughts i think that's why tax dollars should go to therapy not necessarily at least but uh (laughs) welcome back welcome back uh with unballed brothers it's kg it's your boy phil and i got special guest host sean from the i'm hit podcast what's good we just finished talking about therapy, and um, I know you heard it there too. My thoughts: I think our tax dollars should go to that, and you should be able to have like two or three free, you know, therapy sessions a a year. But um, next topic that we are getting into: why men cheat, and because I feel like there's so many, you know, ways to attack this one. So we'll just say talk about why men cheat. I mean, big news that happened recently was uh, Derek Jackson. Life coach, so expert, yeah, guru, guru, not a guru, guru, right? The experts go to the guru. Was caught cheating on his wife multiple times. What a jackass! And he's one who always puts blame, blame shifts, everything to men. And let's let's just start there about you know cheating you know what i just realized well, that's why he put all the blame on men because he was the one doing all the bullshit. I've, he I've was said, doing I've all the fuckery <laughs> i've said this that it, it like for the ladies who listen and say well he was saying this and that seemed true that's it true you can make anything seem true as it pertains to you if Correct. you're going through it you currently mm-hmm. you know all men who, who wear hoodies cheap well you know what my ex wore a hoodie our first date out. So that makes sense that, you know, all men cheat. All men cheat. <laughs> but the thing is, <clears throat> it's the difference between giving advice and saying, hey, look, men live in ambiguity. You got to learn how to live in ambiguity. Um, and that's how we deal with women. Versus 
trying to say it and put yourself on a pedestal. Oh yeah, men do this, but you know, I'm better than that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I noticed he did that. I knew he was cheating on his wife because any guy who's doing that and putting other men down, it's one thing to give certain advice, it's another to put yourself above the guys in that category. I had a homegirl who um her her boyfriend had made a statement, all men cheat. I mean, I said to her, I was like, you realize that he said he's cheating, he cheats too, right? And then she was like, I didn't think about it like that. I was like, yeah, I know you did. And she comes back to him, and I mean, later on, she finds out that he was cheating on her. But <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, when he makes certain statements and he tries to put himself above that, you know, that simply means that he's cheating, you know. But it's uh, <clears throat> with Derek Jackson, I I had so many my my phone line blew up about him getting called because the, the terrible thing is he made three videos. The initial video was him by himself, and he said. I had sexual relations without having sex with these other women. So no, I did not cheat. And a lot of people forget about that one. The second video is the one everybody saw. That's the one with his wife. <laughs> I watched a body language uh, expert break that down and talk about how he's on this and he's on that to control his wife. But um, and then he made a react. He actually made a reaction video to to him to the second video. I'm like, yo, that's a level of narcissism. I I just Yo, I've never seen before. He made a reaction video to the video of him talking about talking with his wife. And the video of him and his wife, he admitted that he slept with other women. So most likely they had the facts. But uh, our homeboy, uh, Felix, he rants on uh, IG. He got into it with Derek Jackson a while ago because he talked to him about uh, cheating. He was calling him out about his stuff. And I know a bunch of female, another a bunch of women have called him out also. Pretty much, if he wants to work with you, he's a thought process is allegedly he's going to try to see with you. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's the big thing that people talk about with cheating now. I mean, we don't really know what happened with Sweetie and uh, Quavo. Um, <laughs> I, I have mixed opinions about that, but <clears throat> because that's because that's the big thing. I mean, why do y'all think men cheat? Uh, ego booster. Uh, also, scarcity mindset. I think you got a lot of guys who, you know, they just, one woman just tends to not be enough, right? Like, one woman can be irritating one day. She can be an angel one day. She can be messed up the next. You got to deal with all the mood swings and all that stuff. So, they tend to have multiple women where they can kind of just, enjoy the good times amongst all of them yeah. versus dealing with the bullshit with the one. Um, you got some guys that are just playing into polygamy. <laughs> you got some guys who... One-way polygamy. Yeah, one-way <laughs> polygamy. <laughs> you got guys who just, you know, it's just it's just a mental thing. You, know? you have some guys who literally, this is where therapy comes in, right? Like our mm-hmm. last topic. They, they haven't addressed the issues in the past, so they get their confidence in their um, so-called quote-unquote manhood from cheating and dealing with multiple women. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, that, I think that makes a lot of sense. What about you, Sean? Um, I'm going to talk from a personal experience. Uh, I've cheated before. Um, and it was 
of someone that I had gotten to know, but she was closed off. So it, it ties in a little to our therapy conversation because I knew she had baggage. I wasn't able to help her through that baggage. And it led to like a rift in between us. And I'm not making excuses, but I was one of those dudes that was like, I don't understand why dudes cheat, but I get it. Like, I understand, but like, I'm just yeah. like, if you have somebody and she fucks with you, you know, whatever, whatever, like, what's the point or what's the reason or whatever? Like, what you said, Phil, like, he's either playing the game or, you know, other different reasons. I placed myself in a situation where I knew somebody was trying to get at me and it was just the wrong environment and ended up cheating. So, I mean, <laughs> I give kudos I to told, you. I told her that same night because she and I lived together. So for me, shit. I was like, I can't come home knowing what I did. Like shit is cool. So I took accountability for it. I took responsibility for it. And I told her straight up. And she and I talked, you know, through it. I give kudos. Yeah. I give kudos to you for even admitting that because you got, you know. Yeah, it's you all got, right. you got a lot of motherfuckers out here be like, black men don't cheat. And they be king cheaters. You know what he, I'm saying? He was the one who coined that. Jackson. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, I, got, I, got, I, I definitely give you kudos also. Um, that's I, real. That's real man shit. I got a homeboy who's in a situation right now, and I know he listens to it to the podcast. Um, he has a neighbor. She's one of your people, Phil. She's a Pisces. Oh yeah, she's crazy. She, and he's a Scorpio. He's like a bad one or not. And he was like, um, he was just telling us about how she 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 has put it out there that she wants him. She's heard him and his girl like going, I mean, sex, you know, having sex and whatnot. And she puts it out there and he's like, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And how she really wants it, you know. And I'm like, and I, t- I gave him advice, I was like, don't do that, child. Um, and I understand it's a tough predicament. Because I go by, a, I, I've never cheated. I understand why some, some, you know, I understand why some men cheat. I don't condone it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it blessed them. You know, I just think that people get into their situations. Um, I used to explain this to my ex. You know, and I say this with any woman. I say, what you have to understand is this. Men typically, if we're putting women on the scale from one to, one to ten. When you're single, you got any variety of one to ten that could possibly talk to you. Sure. Most likely, it'll be the lower end. When you're in a relationship, we'll say six, sevens, or eights. Well, you. When you're married, nothing but nines and tens. And I've I've been with married men, and I've seen the woman that has hit on them, and it's just like, yo, she is bad. She she and, never wanted you when you were single. And it's like it's like a sixth sense before the marriage because clearly you don't have a ring on or whatever. And then like to your point, if they got the ring, they see it's like, oh, he made it. He's made it to that level. Let me yeah. And the thing is, I, I understand. What I used to tell my ex is this: men don't want. I mean, I'm sorry. When it comes to you, <clears throat> women don't want KG. They want 
they want your man. Yes. So if your girl's name, we're going to use a generic name. Um, we'll go with Susie. So women don't want Phil. <laughs> they want Susie's man. I was going to say Susie. I would have said Jasmine or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think. I, I knew. I was like, I know some Jessica's. I know the Eve's. I know that. <laughs> so they want her man. So they see what I'm doing for you. Hey, let's go to McDonald's. Hey, go ahead, supersize, because I figured that you may be a little bit hungry later. You know, and it's, oh my gosh, he paid for her meal. He did this, he did that. So we're advertising a different aspect in a different light. And what what's to be understood, and don't get it twisted, I'm not condoning it, is men have never been the ones that had to say no. Because we're the hunters. We're the ones who chase. So now all of a sudden we're being chased, and it's just like, never been in this environment what do i do mm-hmm. but you understand men are used to rejection yeah we're, we're used to rejection so when we don't get it we get that proactive approach oh yeah it's just shit. different i'm taking it. it's different i remember i had a woman who <laughs> i put up on facebook one time how i was hungry i asked was a spot open on sundays chicken box spot and she says um she comes on that. Well, you, what you need is a woman to cook for you this seven third. And she was trying to allude to her cooking for me. My boss at the time, I was Facebook because of him. He comes, he he calls me up because I'm at work. He calls me up, dog. You need to say something to her right now. I know what you mean. Like, he was like, you need to say say because if your girl sees it, she's going to. The second he says that, my girl's on the other line calling me. What did Benjamin mean to that? And I checked over. But I understood women want that because women are always going to be advertised physically, what they look like. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got a sexy forehead. You know, she got big tits. She got fat ass. You know, she walked with, you know, she walked with a limp. You feel me? She got one arm. I bet you I could, you know, use that nub like a motorcycle and hit her from the back. Like, dudes will find something sexy about a woman. Hey, you know, I, I remember this one arm. <laughs> when I was in college, she was bad as shit. She had one arm, bro. You know what? I, I wanted a striker. Yeah, I ain't to make a checklist off that. Like, you know what? I, I never hit a shit with one arm before. You know, I wanted a striker. I ain't gonna tell. You. I wanted to give right to her. But <laughs> but the thing is, men are advertised by what we do. Mm-hmm. You see me out what when I was in college, I hung around these three, these three women, um, these three girls, and I'm so cool with them nowadays. Um Rebecca, Kristen, Kristen, and Nico. When I tell you hanging around beautiful women was it was the best, like for me. You feel me? When I say they became my mouthpieces when it came to other women, we not mind you, us three, we never slept with each other. Mm-hmm. You know. But they would tell me, this girl wants you, that girl wants you. You should sleep with this girl, but don't do this. Don't do that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They became mouthpiece, and they would tell me about different girls. Like, hey, don't don't mess with that girl. She's a hoe. She sleeps with everybody. And I know that sounds appealing to you, but understand, like, she sleeps with everybody to the point where she's bordering that doctor's visit. So be smart about that. But no, they were, they were my mouthpiece. It helped me out a lot. And because other women thought I was in a relationship with one of them. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, we were just cool. Yeah. So I mean, I always suggest to guys, uh, if you, you know, you're single, get you some bad female friends. Because just having female friends is one thing, but if you got bad female friends, you know, because women typically want the popular guy, 
it, it becomes your mouth for you. But not to stray too far off, even when I got a relationship, uh, I understand why I men cheat because, and this is going to sound backwards to a lot of women. Um, some men care in some situations. They care so much about the woman that they don't want to say something wrong and scare her away. And I don't mean she she says something and then he says something back that's going to offend her. I mean, he can have an opinion about something that he knows you won't agree with. And he's afraid that you're going to walk away. So his only other option is to share it with somebody who will have that same opinion, uh, opinion with him. And that's why I say that scarcity mindset comes in because it's like, you know, you got to be able to say what you you got to be able to hold your nuts and yeah. stand firm, bro. Like if you if you got something to say, say it with your chest. If she don't yeah, like man. it. Huh? Oh, no, I was going to um, this. This ties into the therapy thing again, like mm-hmm. knowing each other to the point where, like, you don't feel like you're putting yourself out there wasting your time. Right. right. Uh, and. You know, it's one of those first couple months dating topics. You know, me and my girl talk about it all. And I say, here's my thing about you. I never want to give her a reason. What I mean by reason is we break up. I care about my name. Not so much what certain people got to say, but mm-hmm. I do care about my name. So I never want to it be a situation where she's been abusing me, talking bad about me, you know, your bed skills suck and all that, you know, and then I cheat because that's going to be the focal point of the, the breakup. Oh, he cheated. He's a bad person. And this, that, that. My thing is, if you choose to leave, they can't say nothing. He sure. didn't cheat on you. He didn't beat you. That man left because of you. You know, it's another stupid thing that guys will cheat for. What? Um... And I guess this also goes like that. It's, it's like a mental thing. Um, how do I, I, how do I say it? I think I know exactly. I think it comes that. to colorism, right? Like, oh yeah, you have this light skinned chick, or you got this bad chick that you feel like you'll never do better than. And so, while visually she's everything you could ever want, everything else about her is complete garbage in terms of how you can interact with her. But you'll have these other chicks who feed that, that um, who can satiate, you know what I'm saying? Those feelings and desires. So you'll stick with the, the pretty jump. Oh, the trophy. The trophy while you out playing around in the field. I've seen guys do shit like that um, and Again, man, it's like, bro, if you don't let her go, let yeah. her go find happiness somewhere else, bro. Like, don't, you know, at least you can say you hit. I mean, granted, I'm not trying to put that out there. <laughs> Good over life. I still be. <laughs> be the opposite, too, sometimes, depending on, you know, what, you know, where the news at mentally. Like, yeah. You have everything you go for the popular joint just because she gave you some play it's like oh shit when am i gonna ever have an opportunity to hit something like this again yeah. correct yep and the thing is and the thing is uh touching on what y'all saying you know some guys may feel like well my girl's not the best looking so they could be embarrassed uh taking her i've, I've spoken to dudes who 
I already know that girl isn't the best. I know a dude, matter of fact. Um, who said that? Like, oh, I know that she wasn't the best looking, but she did this, that, and that third. And he stepped out because it's uh, the completionist. Yeah. I want to be able to say I hit something to that caliber. Yeah. I want to be able to say I, I, I slept with the light-skinned hot chick that everybody wanted. Because we all we all know it, you know, as men, you know, being the one who being the only one who slept with a chick, that's up here. That's top tier. When you pull that upper echelon that everybody else be wanting, yeah. you know that you you you, you got dibs on it. It's a hey man, it's it 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 hits my ego, man. I I was used to that shit in college. But when you hit the one that everybody else is in, it's like, oh okay. Mm. I remember there's a girl from my high school who when you said you had like when you said that she's like what are these guys just kind of look like wow like because <laughs> it was that easy you know we all hit that channel why <laughs> yeah like everybody here has been driven you know uh the road in the taxi but who rides in the limousine facts and that's what they look at it is is what is my chance to go to be to ride in this limousine again um i mean there's a lot of different topics i know a guy who hit him his wife he was pretty much doing everything but because he didn't know how to express it you know grab his nuts and whatnot he didn't know how to express like hey you should step up some more um he ended up stepping out and he got jammed up and i'm just like see now that creates that has two problems because you never addressed the original problem that you had in the first place with your wife and now if you address that now it looks like you are trying to excuse your cheating and you know it's another thing too, and then I think about it. It comes back to men trying to impress other men. Yeah. I want you to know I got all the bitches. And it's like the same way these rappers and a lot of these celebrities in our urban culture keep recycling the same women. Yes. That could never be made. Dating the same, same like, the same job. It's it's crazy to me. That could that could never be made. We're saying, you know, I think I think about like if I smash a chick, I'm trying to keep that on a hush hush. You know, it's, not only that, like if I knew my man's already. Oh, and the button podcast actually talked about this. Like they had a whole debate about this. I would love to ask, like both y'all this. Like they were like, if I read one of them, ish. I think he was like, if I already knew my man's hit it, and I know how he gives it up, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I, because I know how he gets it up. I don't know if I want to follow after that. Yeah. I've had a dude do that before, yeah. and it's. Yeah. If, if I find, a, a, like, somebody I know hit that jump, like, like my man hit that jump, and I know he be going raw sushi on everything that move, oh, yeah, I can't. Nah. I, I slept with a chick who later down the line, we had, we had stopped talking because she wanted a relationship, but we, you know. We reconnected like a month or two because, uh, well, she still wanted to have fun. You know, she wanted somebody stable. Mm-hmm. And she told me during that little break, a dude had came in and um, who, who I know who came in. He used my exact pickup line to her. But she was, but see, she said she knew when I said it, I really wasn't trying to pick her up. I was being genuine. I said something simple like, hey, you know, you seem upset. You know, just smile more. You know, seeing you smile before you got a nice smile. And I went about my business. Later, when she saw me, she she gave you know she was like, look, you know this meal's on me. Had a number on the back. I was like, oh, back. Like I was trying to shoot my shot. I really was just saying, hey, you know this out there. 
she, but she said he came up to her like, oh, you should smile, the second, third, and she was like, oh, that's exactly what you said, and I know that he hangs out with you. So I was just like, oh yeah, I can't fuck with him no more. Yeah, no, I. Uh, <clears throat> but it, it, it comes, it comes to the completionist thing, you know, being able to say that you're the guy who hit the chick that everybody wants. Oh, that's that's powerful in the male community, and it's wanting to show off. But I. I've adapted the philosophy, and it was hard to get this philosophy, is let others brag for you. Let others brag for you. So <laughs> if I step with, and I go, we'll go to the top of the top when it comes to sex. If I step with a porn star, let her brag on me, and I'm a celebrity. Oh, man, he did this. He did that. That's the la- that, Ladies, this is the guy you need to see with. Not me brag about it. No. And if she don't want to brag about it, she don't want to brag about it. But, you know, that's just me. And so when it comes to going back to cheating and whatnot, it's like, no, I can never cheat. I understand why some guys do. A lot of guys have a lot of situ- situations. I heard one guy, a guy I was speaking earlier today, he said flat out, he said the only reason he gets in relationships is so that he can cheat because he knows he gets better caliber woman who want to talk to him when he's in a relationship. And I, yeah, it's it's wild, but it's true. You you know it is. It's wild, but it's true. That's cool. Yeah, because like what you pointed out earlier, you attract a different level of woman once they see or they like what I said, like they feel that vibe energy of like feel like me in a relationship or if it's like an engagement or like you said, marriage, like I see that ring, like oh snap. That nigga's a super villain. I oh yeah. (laughs) He's a super villain. I've had women who I slept with before I got a relationship. Who now that I'm in a relationship have put it out there that they wanted more or they they want more with me. And in the our original messages, it said friends with benefits. That's it. Yep. Because something about me is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna skew it one, you know, one way or another. It's gonna be like this is what it is. You need to understand what it is. And they get upset, you know, um they never down Yeah. Honestly. And they always try to cut me. It's you like, just Bitch. You, you have to not care like, like to the ultimate. It's like, bitch, we already talked about this. I don't know. I was just thinking the other day, would you ever see a relationship with us? No. no. <laughs> that's not no. the position you were. That's not the position I was hiring yeah, for. You didn't you didn't sign up for that. Right. That's not the that's not the application you put in. Because the, the thing that bothers me is now we're definitely gonna talk about woman G. We're gonna have have some more guests for that one. But the thing that bothers me is, um, like, I've been the other dude plenty of times. And those women have gone through their issues. They give me, we talk about choosing signals. They give me choosing signals. And it's like, how can you be mad at your guy and him stepping out when you're doing the same thing with me? Facts. Or, you know, or I've seen it to where a chick has slept with one of my homeboys and. Like well, one I'm, I'm thinking in particular, she was currently sleeping with a homeboy while she was giving like asking him advice about you know her boyfriend or she was. Oh my god! And she would have complaints about a boyfriend. He was like, "Yo, how do you have complaints about your boyfriend when you're still topping me off?" Oh my! You know. Um, <laughs> oh my! And I think that's what some guys are afraid of. Also, they're afraid to get cheated on, so they figure. I'm gonna hurt first. I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna I'm cheat on you first, and that's that's a, a 
That's a, that's a huge therapy. That is, you know, what's funny? There's a male fragility or whatever. Like, yeah, it's like, all right, I'm gonna cheat on you before you cheat on me, because you're too bad. I don't know how I got you, how I tricked you, how I lied to you. So let me do it to you first. That is a confidence. Yeah, and I and I think that you know that may be the main reason why motherfuckers cheat because they know that these jokes. There are women out here that are shysty, bro. Like they will. They will play like, the role. Yeah, there's, there's definitely layers to this because there's so many different, like, for me, like I said, again, I'll just speak to my personal, like, me doing it. I just put myself in the wrong situation with someone that I knew I shouldn't have been around when I was young. That's still not an excuse. But I learned a lot from that because, like, both of y'all, I'm like, before doing I'm like, nah, I understand it, but nah, never me. And then ended up in the situation I ended up in, being around someone I shouldn't have been around, knowing I shouldn't have been around them. And see, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, yo, if you know how to, like, I would tell my ass, you can avoid those situations. Because if a girl says, hey, can you come over here and fix this chair for me? No, I'll take your chair home and fix it myself and then deliver it to you. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll bring it back to you at a neutral site, but you're not getting me alone. But it comes so confidence because guys feel like, how do I get somebody that's bad to sit there? And to me, if you have a confidence issue like that, whether it's, and I don't just mean the obvious, you feel like you're smaller than the next next couple of guys that she could be probably getting blown blah, blah. I mean, an overall confidence thing, that means you're lacking something. Because no matter what relationship I'm in, I always have this mindset. If we stop talking or dealing with each other, you're always going to look back and say, yo, that was a great dude. Yeah. That was a great dude, somebody who I dealt with and all that. That was he had so many positives. So when I look back, I can't say nothing bad about him. And I say that to say when guys are have those complex issues and they feel like they have to cheat on them. Understand this. If you are a genuinely good person, not I'm a nice guy. If you are genuinely <laughs> if, if, if you really are a genuinely good dude. Yeah, or I'm different. If you really are a genuine nice guy, women see that, and that shit sticks with them. Look at uh, Phil knows about it. I told you about it. The old girl from Texas. Oh, she's hurt. She's hurt because she flat out said, like, yo, I realize, like, you are a damn good dude. And what, what do you do when you have a man who's came into your life that you prayed for and you're not ready for him? And I'm like, oh, that, that, that happens as well, too. Yeah. They whore around and hope that you're you're available later. Oh yeah, that, 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 that. <laughs> my thing look, is look, that that actually that actually ties into the other topic we haven't tackled yet. Um, was it respect versus, versus love? love? Yeah. <laughs> well, that being said, we'll we'll take a quick break and then we'll just come right back to it with respect versus love, man. Yeah, man. Uh, long episodes, baby. Long, 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 long. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. It's KG, your boy Phil. And? And Sean from my hip hop. Welcome back. We talked about today so far uh, therapy, which I think everybody should do. Why men cheat? Because there are a variety of reasons. And now our final topic respect versus love. We may go hold the whole 30, we may not. Yeah. Tune in to find out. <laughs> so I had uh I was re- I was at my uncle's house um a 
couple months ago. And um, we, he, we were talking about relationships and they were having this wife or dad. And, we, and it, it kind of was made because um, I said, you know, we all want love. And, you know, I had people say we all want somebody. And he was like, I get that. But fuck love. It's about respect. Me and my wife, you know, because it's, it's kind of weird to call her aunt because they got married as an adult. But, you know, um, yeah, me, uh, he was like, me and your aunt, we love each other. Uh, yeah, that's, that's no shit, but we respect each other. Because yeah. love has ties, you feel me? Yeah. But respect doesn't have ties. You either respect somebody or you don't. And respect becomes love. Yes. When it's, when it, when it's established, it becomes... It's like a revered love. It's like I know where to cross and where not to cross with this guy, or I know where to cross and where not to cross with this woman. You know what I mean? Or flat out, I re- I respect and value this man or woman to the point where I've developed a deep love for them for who they are. Correct. Yeah, because I um, there was plenty of times like. Even in a later part of my relationship where I didn't love my girl, like I felt out of love. But I had enough respect to be like, yo, I'm not gonna cheat on you. Yeah. You know, nah. I had enough respect for myself also. And I think people confuse it to do just think everything's supposed to be done off love. Because you love somebody that's out there, it's out there, but we forget love does fade. Love does fade, yes. People can do stuff, you know. You can be loved, you can love the wrong things. Yeah. And that shit fickle for real, because feelings change, man. Yeah, they do, but respect, like you said, like, I can love you one day, but you ain't doing what I'm asking you to do, or you're not giving in to my demands, or someone is giving me what you're not giving me, or whatever, like, (laughs) but then to your point that you brought up, like, if I respect you, now I'm not going to take it there. Now I'm not going to go there. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I fuck with this person. I rock with this person. So now nah, we gonna we gonna work it out. We gonna see it through. You know, one of my um, one of my homies that told me how she had an issue with her uh, her and her man got an issue because of one of her male friends, and I actually checked her on it because her male friend said so stick to her husband, and I've seen it done vice versa where it's been a female friend who said something stick to the wife. And actually, I'll talk about mine specifically where my ex had said something strict to my sister that was told to her confidentiality. And I checked her about it because what I said to you was in confidentiality. And at the time that it happened, this happened like we, our second year together, the situation that happened that had. She brought it up in year our seventh year together. To my sister. My sister doesn't know this, so my sister thinks it's something that happened recently. Mm-hmm. But my thing is that, yo, I gotta check you because, baby girl, like, that's the level of disrespect. Like, you respect, you disrespected my confidentiality and you. I'll bring that up. And now, <clears throat> in the inverse of the situation with my homegirl, her husband, and her homeboy, I'm like, yo, that's your fault. You need to check old boy. Because he now created a situation where you would your dude got into it. You feel what I'm saying? I was like, you allow him to disrespect the part of your marriage, and it doesn't mean that he's not what you know. 
but you allow for disrespect your marriage, and you have to come into that thought process of there's now dissension in your house because now your husband feels like I can't share everything with you. If I'm gonna share my last thing, my last name with you, I need to be, I, I better be able to share everything else with you. So there comes a line when it comes to respect that people forget about. It. It's like, what do you invite into your household? You know, um, what type of problems do you invite from out the outside world when it's respect versus love? Because I never want to be in a situation where, again, where I love somebody and I don't respect myself. You know, I don't love somebody, but I'm, I'm standing because I respect them or I feel like you're supposed to stand. I never want to be in that situation again. Because, like I said, you can truly respect somebody and, and whatnot, but you don't love them anymore. And it feels like torture because your points aren't being validated. Mm-hmm. They don't respect you. Yeah. At what point does your feelings overcloud your judgment? At what point does your judgment overcloud your feelings? Where so, do you have that balance between? Exactly. So it comes to it is like I, I get what he said. He said, "Fuck love. It's about respect. We respect each other." Yeah, I do. My, my girl needs respect, bro, and I'm gonna respect her. Because again, there's gonna be times where I piss you off. There's gonna be times where I fuck up. There's gonna be times where, you know, vice versa, like both sides. But yeah. that respect, that should never waver, waver, like at all. Like, so yeah, definitely respect is number one. Number you know, one, communication. Exactly. Have you ever seen it um, or been part of a disrespectful situation? I just saw the one off top, and it actually touched us on our, all of our topics. You know, people cheating, therapy, and respect versus love. When I was in college, there was this. Um, I was the, I guess you call it sixth wheel. Mm-hmm. Two homeboys, you know, Phil and Sean. I just so happened to see y'all out with three girls, and y'all said, like, "Yo, KG, we got this third joint here. You know, come roll with us." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Bet you feel me? I'm rolling." You know. Have a great night. You know, shorty me, we just, we vibing out. We come back to the spot where we all made up the promenade, get out, and we kind of walk like 10, 15 feet away from everybody and I just know her some more. You know, I done, I done got her phone number and all. This dude comes out of nowhere. Yo, what the fuck is it? Starts to smack shorty and choke her up and whatnot. You know, so they rolling up and his boys are rolling up. Oh, what's going on? And she's like, nothing, baby. He's just a friend. He's just an old baby. Well, you was just kissing on me while we was out all night. <laughs> baby. You just huh? gave me a number. You told me to hit you up. Right. So she's like, oh, well, you know, um, yeah, you're just a friend. So, he, you know, he comes to talk to me. I was like, no, 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 you're just cool, you know. I'm obsessed at the situation. And he was like, yeah, because, you know, you got to get your woman to respect you. I'm like, my nigga, she fears you. She doesn't respect you. <laughs> There's a difference. People will do shit because they fear you. But when they respect you, they'll willingly do something. They willingly, yeah. You know. And it's not about tyranny. It's about wanting to, to please. And then as you as we all all three of us said, a love for it. Like I respect you, so I've developed a love for you 
overall. So I did willingly, openly want to do this, that, and the third for you or with you. And it got to me because me and old girl had a conversation after that. And she was like, yeah, you know, that's my boyfriend, this, that, that. I'm going to try and bring up with him, da, da, da. And I'm thinking, I'm out of town, you know. So I'm thinking, every, you know, everybody's out of town at a different college. You know, that's what people do. So I'm like, oh, she must be a million miles away from her family to where, you know, she ain't home about. I was like, where are you from? She was like, I'm from here, Atlanta. Like, you, you got uncles down the street. And you mean you tell me, like, you're still saying? And it makes you wonder, like, yo, how could you stay with somebody who – doesn't respect you enough that he puts hands on you like that, you know, because ultimately you don't respect yourself that you allow somebody to, to disrespect you to that level the where they feel is com- they're comfortable to really put hands on you. And I'm just like, how do you stay with that? That's not love. And then on top of that, that's not loving yourself as well. Right. And he, he thought it was respect. Like, and he says to me, like, I seen him later. He's like, yeah, because you gotta make sure your woman respect you. As yeah. Phil said, that's fear. Yeah. Yeah. You you a tyrant, G. Yeah. <laughs> you freeze it, dog. <laughs> My favorite word for the day, obviously, because I've been using it all day. Super villain. Yeah. <laughs> and I never I would never want to be in a situation where my woman, my kids, people, they fear me. And I conflict that with respect. You feel me? Yeah. Like, nah, you need to be able to say, like, hey, my man, you was wrong about this, she was wrong about that. And to me, that, that ties into respect, too. Respect isn't just something where we respect each other, do what you do in your household, I do what I do in my household. Respect is something where, dog, let's talk to each other. You know, like, hey, Phil, you was wrong when you did this. You was wrong when you uh, put that girl business out that she shat on her chest. Like, what? Like, you know. (laughs) But look, that also ties into therapy. Like, yeah. There's some people, both men and women, that equate love or respect with fear. Yeah. Or belittle, you know, belittling someone or whatever. Like, it's not always positive and it's sad. And, that has to be addressed. Yes. It you're exactly right. And it, it makes you wonder going back into what 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 made you stay in a situation where you were not let me ask y'all, what made you if y'all haven't done it before, what made y'all stay in a situation where when you realize you are respected, but you, you love somebody? Now y'all thinking like, damn, that's, that's a damn good question. When did I realize I was staying with somebody even I felt like I wasn't respected? Yeah. Um, my last relationship. Yeah, wait. Um, when I, there's times where I knew I should have left. And granted, that's technically my only real relationship I've ever had because my other relationship, I was in high school, so that, that wasn't real. Yeah. But my last relationship, you know, um, I took mad disrespect simply for the fact that I was kind of like a martyr or a savior. I, I viewed her her instability or her, her mental problems um, as, you know, something I needed to be there to, to, to help fix. But in the reality, I was being destroyed myself, right? So yeah. 
you know, her wanting to be friends with her ex-boyfriend or, you know, her wanting to... Um, I'm saying about that story. Yeah, her wanting to, um, you know, talk loud and rambunctious or begin to argument she wants to put my business out there or things that I do sexually to her that I, that I thought was, you know, between us, she yeah. go tells people, you know what I mean? Like, it was just certain things. I'm like, dog, like, you know, shut your mouth. Like, keep that between us. Or, you know, the whole ex thing. It's like, dog, like, you just straight up disrespecting me because you 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 can't care about me if you're doing this shit. Like, exactly. that's weird as shit. You know what I mean? I don't want you fuck that man. I don't want you still cool with him. You know what I mean? You know, and, and knowing that he don't like me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I'm looking looking at us two. I'm like, if we was to ever meet each other on the street, we'd probably collide in a minute because I already know he's still looking at you as his girl because you still trying to be close to him. You don't care about my safety or you don't, you know that's what I'm saying? True. So it's just things like that. I think that situation, I was like, oh yeah. And then I realized, I, mean, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I, I remember she tried to gaslight you by bringing me into the situation. She was like, well, I know your friends like me, and this and that. Why don't you ask KG? And he was like, KG was one of the guys who said I should break up with you. <laughs> <laughs> KG was definitely a main person. He was like, yeah, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was like he, he doesn't think you're positive at all. I was like, no, like, I'll tell my friends, I respect you enough to be like, dog, I understand that's your girl, and that's who you want to be uh, with, and I'm going to respect her as your girl. But I understand. She's not it for you. Not it for me. But I respected him enough that, hey, I'm just letting you know. If you go through with this, I'm going to support you. If it fails, not going to be, oh, I told you, nah. Um, but I just need you to just have that sense of mind. Because I, we've all been in that situation where we're stuck, you know, pretty much with a woman and whether it be the sex or something else where we yeah. confuse respect and love. Um, because ultimately, you know, I wanted, I always, was wanted to be a savior, right? Like yeah. I always wanted to. It's how we're raised, Disney you know, lifestyle. Yeah, man. I always wanted to be the, the the bridge to peace for the chicks that I I'm dealing with, I'm dealt with. But I'm like, dog, you can't save them, bro. <laughs> like, they want what they want. You just gotta let it be what it is. You know, you gotta adjust with it, adapt. You know what I mean? That was enough for me. I was like, okay, yeah, this this this, this straight up disrespect, straight up disrespect. Yeah, that's uh, I, what about you, Sean? Have you ever been in a situation like that when you realized it was fear? And I guess you would say the opposite of respect would be fear. Maybe I, I'm gonna look that up, but opposite love will say it's hate. Um, I wasn't in a relationship with disrespect, but I got in like a very to me, dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. Um, my first time in Vegas uh, with an ex, and well, she wasn't an ex when we were on a trip, but uh, she got very upset at me over something minor, like a miscommunication, basically. Um, walking on the strip, we're in Vegas, and it's my first time. She's been a bunch of times because she's from Cali. She stays out in uh, San Jose. Um, and the funny thing is, she and I are still cool to this day. But she felt like I left her. I think she got a phone call or I got a phone call. I can't remember uh, which one of us. And I let go of her hand. Actually, no. Yes, she got a phone call. And 
I'm sightseeing, but I'm I'm next to her, I'm around her, or whatever. She got butthurt and said, I left her. I'm like, first of all, it's broad daily. Second of all, you know, that's not true. They leave you. you know, long story short, she's heated. She wants to argue with me in a toxic way publicly versus us going back to our room in Vegas and talking about it like adults or going in a corner somewhere privately and talk about it. She just keeps exploding publicly. Inside casinos, outside on the strip, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, calling me out on my name, almost baiting me into an argument. It's like, hit me, please. I want everyone to see this. And it's funny because this happened years ago, but I viewed it based on what we've been seeing more frequently these last two, three years or so. I'm a black man in America, and you out here talking to me crazy in public all these different people watching and all it takes is for me to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or for somebody to be like let me just call the cops and then this whole situation escalates to a whole level i just don't want to see so i let her walk like she's like i'm going to the bar i'm like i'm not like you're sober talking to me like this not respecting in public Shit. Mind you, wait, wait, hold on. I'm gonna drop on my birthday trip. On my look, let me be like a lot of our ladies. On my birthday trip, you're talking to me crazy in public. Now I'm not going to no bar with you. That happened to me. I was thinking about that. So I'm like, I'm gonna sit right here on this bench on the strip, and I'm gonna wait for you to calm down and for us to talk, so we can go back to our room, blah blah, whatever, or talk right here on this bench, and then we go to the bar. And sort of, yeah, now I'm not doing that. She goes. And I walked away from that whole situation. And it was the best decision I ever made. That it could have went left so many different ways. Oh, yeah. And that's something that bothers me because to me, at that point, there's nothing we can talk about in a relationship. Because if you are, if you feel comfortable about that, Comfortable enough to really like disrespect me uh, out in public like that and loud talking. There's something in your life that has never been fixed, and it's not up to me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a you know yeah, a fixer upper. Yeah. I'm not a fixer upper. I'm not in a relationship. There, there are things that compromise and you work on and stuff. So I get that. But the fact that you naturally think that level of disrespect is appropriate to yell at me in public and all that from the from the gate. Oh no, it's not me talking because I don't feel like that's something that I can tra- teach you. Like, baby girl, that's not right what you're doing. That's something I feel like go deal with somebody else who's toxic like you. Find out, hey, this is incorrect, and then you're gonna turn around. Hey, how you been? This that thing. Nah, I remember you disrespect me in public, baby girl. So we ain't got nothing to talk about. Yeah. And that's honestly like what I feel like. You're, you know. It's, it's certain things of disrespect where it's like, oh, yeah, nah, I can't. I can't look at her ever the same way. Yeah. You know, we was, uh when I was with my ex one time, we was at um getting a subway ticket. This chick was chewing out her uh, boyfriend. I mean, chewing her out the boyfriend. You remember as a kid when you got in trouble in public and you looked at another kid with that don't cry look, like, don't, like, don't laugh. It's not funny, mm-hmm. but you ready to cry. That's how the, this grown man was looking at us. And like he was looking at me like that, and I just gave him that look like, shh, couldn't be me. 
Not about, strong, my brother, but you can't Yeah, because the level, like, it was so bad. My my girl at the time had said, like, yo, like, she turned to me. It was like, I would never do that to you. I only want you to think that that's acceptable. I'm like, yo, like, best believe if you did that with me, I would leave on the spot. I will Uber to an airport if I have to, Uber to a train station. I'm getting myself, I'm leaving. Like, no. You understand? Like, when somebody talk down to you in public like that, we're talking to unwarranted. We're not talking about a Tyler Perry story where I got caught cheating and, you know, you chased me out, she chased me out of the house. We're talking about unwarranted. And for her to cuss him out like that, nah, yo, that ain't. Mm-mm. And like you said, because you're a black man, police are called. What, what's the guy's name? Flight Reacts? Uh, where his girl, guy is- yeah, where his girl just like completely like disrespected him, destroyed his stuff, and then he was like, "Well, who's at the door?" And then he realizes her. He lets her come in, and now she's like, "Turn the stream off, like take it off Twitter that we, you know, we broke up. That we tell people we're back together." The set there is like, "No, I won't do that." The set there, and after a couple minutes, he hears her out. He allows her to come back, and then he puts out a video. Yeah, I love this woman. I'm gonna marry this woman. The set there, and it's like, dog. Don't ask for any more help. Yeah, it's like, brother, I don't even want to hear it no more. Yeah, there's, there's, because it's, it's healthy people out here for you to date. <laughs> and trust me, it's best to take your time to find somebody who respects you and loves you instead of somebody who hates, wants you to fear, or shows contempt for you, and for you to accept that just because you want somebody to be with you. No. You're too old. We are adults. You're too old. Like at, at some point in time, like how I said earlier, you know, when we talked about therapy, it's stuff that you learn from your parents and whoever raised you and you know, or movies and whatnot. You know, it could be their fault that you learn it like that. But it's your responsibility to change it. Because some people it's some people it's as simple as, yo, how would you like if I called you a bitch the way you called me stupid out in public? You wouldn't like that, would you? It's like, and it's, damn, you know what? I wasn't like how they did that. You know, don't don't try to golden roll me or, hey, I'll, you know, I'm going to treat everybody. As, uh, I say this because I think it's okay, but then you can't say that to me. No, 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 no. Understand this. It has to be a two-way street. The respect has to be strong. The love has to be strong. And a lot of people get it confused. And because they want somebody, they're willing to accept negative things in a relationship before love. And it's like, yeah, he may love you, but he don't respect you. Well, he's cheated on me 20 times, but he's bought me a diamond necklace each time this that third. Yeah, because he knows he knows the payment for it. Mm-hmm. He knows how to purchase you. Yeah. Um I had a physical situation in my last relationship. Phil knows about it one night. It was a physical situation. Um, and that's when I realized. I think I, you know, I still want to stay because I thought things would change, and that's when I realized it was a lack of respect because it was something her her godmother did that you know got physical with me, and she thought it was funny, and in my mind I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> we don't even play like that. Yeah, you feel me? So yeah, you know, I've been, you know, it's it's one of those how people take this decide to take it, but this is my truth. It was a situation where you know it was a physical abuse situation um, against me 
with her godmother. And my thought process is, if I lift a hand to this woman, I am going to kill this woman. Because that, like, I was at that state of shock where it was like, I just don't know how strong I'm, I'm really about to be. And she thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm supposed to be the man that you want to marry and you think this is funny? You know, and then her response to that, she always had responses that these were the red flags I finally noticed. Like, I finally said, no, I'm taking a stand. And she tried to, you know, she tried to say, well, that's between you and her. I'm like, no, because let me tell you something right now. Phil would never approach any girl that I deal with with disrespect, no matter how bad they treat me. Right. You know, unless I gave him that green light. And that's the point I was trying to make to her. Like, yo, you had to give her the green light one way or another. Because people just don't jump in the other relationship. So you disrespecting me by giving her that green light. And then what made it like the, the final I cherry on top was she got into it with my sisters and she had tried to compare her arguing with my sisters on the phone with her godmother getting physical with me. And I'm like, there is no comparison. Like, there's, there's, there's not. Like, she really tried to say the same thing. I was like, there's not. I was like, but that really told me, yo, you don't respect me. No. You say that you love me, this and that, you don't respect me. And for that, I have to leave. Yeah. And it was the best decision I made. Like when I say that, just I got so much peace leaving that situation. You know, so that's um, that's my you know I stayed in that situation because of love, but it turns out it wasn't love. You know, it was it was uh, a lack of respect. So I tell people we value more value respect more than love. Correct. I don't think it's a 50-50 thing. I think respect definitely outweighs love in a situation. Yeah. And people will yeah, because go ahead. A lot of us men and women again lies. Like we've been told we've been loved and we've been stabbed in the back before we've been deceived or whatever, whatever. But that respect I respect you. All all three of us have said Something in the back of my mind would be like, I can't, I'm not going to do this to such and such. I'm not going to whatever, whatever, because nah, like, yeah. I, I respect this woman too much. I respect this man too much to yeah. put them through that. Like, I respect y'all too, right? Yeah. I respect y'all too enough that I would never go after a girl y'all messed with before. I don't do shit like that. Oh, yeah. So when I, when I have a guy who's in my circle that's willing to go after... <laughs> Is willing to go after jumps that he know I've messed with before, or you know I may have mentioned like oh yeah you know me and her DM or something like that, and he has the audacity to try that. Yeah, you ain't my friend, bro. You don't respect me. That's what happened in, in the situation me. I mentioned earlier today. Yeah. Uh, well, in this episode. And if I yoke you up, I'm the bad guy, right? You know what I'm saying? But you know they don't respect you because I would never do that to you. Yeah. So, that's what happened in that in that situation. Come to think about it, it, it came, he did something else where he set me up with a girl he was talking to, homegirl, and um, he fucked up with his girl. Mm -hmm. And then tried to talk to the girl that I was talking to. Yeah. But like he threw me underneath, like he rarely, 
the railroad. He told me that to us. He was like, well, yeah, you know, he's KG trying to smash you. That's it, this, that, there. And I was like, no, I actually like this girl. Yep. But because she had that in her image in her head now, that's going to set me, that's going to set our, our fucking timetable back a few days. Yeah, he ain't respect you. <laughs> right. There, there is a sex timetable now. So that's that's setting back my sex timetable now because now you put in her head, oh, he just wants to fuck you. No, I do want to fuck her, but I did want to get to know her some more. She was cool. We vibe right. like that. But because he told me this, our sex timetable is back. But uh, let's get on last 50 seconds. Um, respect versus love. Final thoughts. Respect first, baby. What about you, Sean? Always self-respect first and then respect for your partner that you're trying to build with. Most of that, most of that, yeah. Respect, if I'm putting in the timetable, 70-30, respect love. Yeah, I would say 60-40, 70-30, maybe 65-35, but yeah, respect is a big thing, so. Once again, thanks for coming on, Sean. Check them out on I'm Hit Podcast. Um, we talked about the girlfriend's uh, gifted hands um, therapy session. Um, and other than that, have a great day, everyone.